Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. today around books, right, Ellie? Right. This is one of our, and it might be, we're headed toward the end of summer. We are talking about um, maybe some beach reads. Maybe you've already been on your vacation, or maybe mm-hmm. you still have your vacation coming up. But we like to talk about, you know, just what books we're reading. And uh, yeah. we're going to kind of keep it low-key today because I'm like, I'm into fiction right now. I'm enjoying some, some, some books. Cool. You know, I think that reading is so important. Yeah. I really do. I think that, um, you know, sometimes we get away from uh, it's easy to get busy, you know, mm-hmm. um, at, but I, I set a goal every year to read so many books and mm-hmm. that helps me to make sure that I'm reading through the year, not getting too busy not to read because, you know, it's just a great way, even if it's fiction, it's a great way to learn. It is. I think I've learned so much just from opening a book and letting your mind just kind of relax into a story. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was a big reader when I was a child. I would be yeah, lost too. all day long in my, I could be stuck in my room all day. If you give me a book, I was, I was happy. And um, I would yeah. just read just, and then, and then I don't know if you got, if you remember like taking home the catalog of like oh. books that you could order. That was my favorite thing. Oh my word. Yes. That was like <laughs> the bomb. In fact, my mom and dad just downsized. So they moved from the house they've lived in for 30 years and they moved over to a smaller place. And so we were packing up all of their stuff and believe it or not, my mom had a bookshelf with all these books that I ordered when I was like, yes. you know, the black stallion and all of uh-huh. these books that I ordered when I was just a kid and tucked in one of those books was the order form for the scholastic <laughs> book thing. I love that order form. I know. And there was all of my little fourth grade, you know, uh-huh. handwriting and checked off of, but, but yeah, I'd get that little thing in school, come home with all the pages dog-eared, I wanted, you know, I wanted 10 books and mom was like, we're not going to do 10 books, but we might could do two, you know? And so, um, yeah, my mom and dad's bookshelves were filled with books Mm -hmm. that I read as a kid. Um, and so my mom read to us as children. Did your mom, you ever, you remember your mom reading to you at all or your dad reading to you at all? Or was that something you did? That was just something I don't remember being read to. I remember just literally because I was, I was a bit of a loner. And Got so it. I wouldn't, I don't want to sit in my, sit in somebody's lap and have them read to me. And that's, Got that's it. still a pet peeve. That is one of my biggest pet peeves is somebody is reading a book and they want to read you a paragraph out of it. Okay. I, I'm, I'm terrible at it. So I do no. not like being read to, yeah, um, just- but they hand me the book, sit me in a very comfortable chair. And I was, I was in heaven, I, you gotcha. know, and I don't know if you remember going to the mall to Walden books. And going to the, uh, you know, just to the children's section or the youth or the young adult section and trying to find, you know, some, some books that. Uh, find the books. Yeah. yeah. And of course today things have changed so much. See, you can yeah. tell it, you can, we're noting our age because yeah. we predated Kindles and iPads yeah. and all of those handheld devices. So in our day, it was go buy an actual book and yeah. bring it, it in home. your hand. You know, and I still like that. Yeah, uh, there I are books. I do. No, I fly. We fly. You know, Ali and I both travel a lot. And so we still have those iPads and Kindles loaded with mm-hmm. books because it just makes more sense for us when you're on an airplane. But I still love buying a book. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, you know, I love and a hardback. smell and the feel. Yeah. I do. Absolutely. It's a hardback book. I can underline. Uh, I can make notes in it. I just love it. Um, so, and are you, let me ask you a question. Do you dog ear or do you not dog ear? 
you know, I dog ear frustratedly. Okay. So here's my problem. I love a bookmark that I, but I lose them. I lose yep. them faster than anybody on the planet. I, I get these really cool bookmarks and then I, I can't find them. What did I do with that bookmark? And I end up having to dog it because yeah. I can't find my bookmark. Um, and so, I mean, I tear paper off when I can and create my own bookmark, but honestly, I end up dog earing it more, dog cornering the dog tail at the top of the page because I cannot stinking find my, my bookmark. That's now, my if it's a, you know, if it's a hardback and you've got the cover, the cover leaf, then you can tuck that. So I started to trying point. to do that up to a point, but then, point. Yeah. you know, and then, but see, I'm a, I'm a dog ear because I mean, for me, and this sounds silly and it sounds cheesy, but books are my friends and I, you know, and I just, I hear, I, I just, I dog ear them because I feel like they're, that's what they're there for. That's what they're, I and, I, and I lose my book show. I look, I lose my bookmarks all the time. Okay, and good. So I'm, I'm not the only one. And I have another question for you, Reba. Do you read a book more than once? Absolutely. Yes. I have fiction books mm -hmm. that, well, I, I tell you what, I have. I have a series of books on a special and a special between two special bookends that are my goal to read every single year. Okay. They're just that important for me to remind mm -hmm. myself of the truths or to anchor those things back yeah. in my life again. Um, and so I have those. And then I have a couple of fiction books that I have refused to part with, even yeah. though I've read them five times uh, because I will go back. And I will read them again mm -hmm. um, and just pull them back out again, read them again and love them all over yeah. again. Yeah. You know, be, and so, uh, yeah, so I do. How about you? Do you read more than once? I do. And I, my, sometimes my husband is like, how many times have you read that? And I'm like, I can't even tell you because it's just, right. it's so relaxing because, and you know, your favorite part's coming. And yes. so you kind of rush through. I'm like, okay, because I know my favorite part or my favorite mm -hmm. joke or my favorite, you know, yeah. stories yeah. coming. And, and and especially with a fiction book, especially with some of, some of the old um, things that I, I've read a million times. Yeah. And I, I have no idea. And, and I do keep those. I have them in Kindle form, but I also have them in. Um, and I've had to order a couple, like, extras you know yes. because they're I've taken them to the beach and they're full of sand or they smell yeah. like they smell like tanning oil or whatever yeah. but those are my those are my favorite do you give a lot of books away Allie I mean are you one of those people that's like oh my friends I want you to read this book let me grab a couple extra copies or are you just a recommender hey you my, should read I'm this. a recommender my husband yeah. and my my dad both enjoy buying a book and sending it to somebody that is one of yeah. their favorite things or buying okay. if they like a book they'll buy a couple of them to yep. give out my dad's the same way he goes to McKay's and he yeah, comes yeah, back yeah. with box you know a box and we're like you have that and he's like I have it to give away and you're just like okay fine I just recommend books I'm like you Got need it. to read and I'm like write this down you know and I was I was with a friend yesterday I was actually in a discipleship group and I was like you need this book and I actually went to my bookshelf because I was going to give her my copy and um and I couldn't find it in Spanish I only had it in English um, but I am, I'm definitely a recommender. And then I'm like, yeah. and then I ask in a few weeks, I'm like, if I have recommended you a book and you have not gotten it or looked at, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in you. I, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Well, I used to let people borrow my copy and then yeah, I no. kept losing my copies. And I'm like, that's, I'm for, forget that. I'm just going to buy you a copy of the book if I want yeah. you to have it that badly. Um, but I do have several friends who, yeah. who, because of the Kindle and app and that mm. kind of thing, they'll just buy somebody a book on Kindle and zip them, yeah. you know, the uh, book. So it's, yeah, it's kind of a cool thing to do. Uh, so, you know, we talk about rooted deep here and I just think that sometimes our reading is just for fun. Um, mm -hmm. and it's just kind of relaxing and then there's other times that our reading really 
it, it's really about growth. And yeah. I think we can sometimes have both. I know I have, in fact, one of the books I'm going to recommend today is a fiction mm. and it's actually was a growth point as well. And so I think it's always fun when you get a little bit of both uh, yeah. in that, but I do love the, just the ha, that was just a great read. You know, yeah. that was just so much fun. I wasn't, I didn't see that coming or uh, great writers. There's so many great writers out there that mm -hmm. are doing such a great job. So, so let's kick it off, Allie. So what, tell us what, what's something on your list? What's some of one of your favorites that you're reading now or that you've read in the past? I love, I, I love historical fiction, anything me that too, has been based too. in, you know, and there was one book and I found, and I also enjoy going either to Goodwill or to yard sales and finding old books and just thinking, okay, what, you know, what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. One of my favorite books that I ever picked up, I picked it up at a yard sale and mainly because the color on the outside, it was teal blue. And I okay. just thought it was a pretty color, pretty. I did judge this book by its cover, by its cover. But, it's called, <laughs> but it's called Prairie Avenue and it's, it starts in 18 it's a 19th century late 19th century um story about a family in the at the beginning of um of chicago's um boom and so okay. it's, all, it's all about a family kind of going through and there's there's highs and lows and you're kind of looking at it from a you know from an outsider's perspective and you're watching this family develop and and um but i'm reading it and and there's 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 real people in it that that you know changed Chicago's makeup and then there's also in this but this family was fictional but then you and then I go back and of course I study you know the history of Chicago and how interesting it was you know and everything right. and so this is one of it it's by Arthur Meeker and it's an old old book this was written okay. back and I'm talking about the 1950s but um the book is set between 19 or 1890 and like maybe 1910 and okay. so it's just a really interesting book because there's so many, and it's written, and I don't know if you've read, I don't know if you've ever read a book that was written back in another time, and you're trying to, and so they, they don't, they don't explain things outright. There's hidden, you kind of, so the first time I read it, I'm like, I really don't know what they're talking about. And okay. so then when I read it again, I was a little bit older, and I was like, oh, now I know what's going on, because they're not expressly saying, you know, this man, you know, did this or this guy, you know, this woman struggled with this, you know, and there's, yeah. and so, it, so it's like, it's layered. And I think that's why I like books that were written maybe, you know, 50, 60 years ago, because yep. the way, you know, the language, I think is just beautiful. And it makes me feel a little smarter. Maybe yeah. that's it, but the story is quite interesting. And so I have read that over and over again, because I think it was just such a beautiful, beautifully written book. Oh, I love that. Um, well, the, the one I'm going to talk about a little bit here is actually a series. Now, I really enjoy a series of books. Yes. Um, I do enjoy it. Now, sometimes I just want one. Please don't get me hooked, and now I've got to go read the next nine. Uh, but I also, especially during the summertime, really enjoy a series that I can really get into. And um, Michael Phillips uh, is one of my favorite historical fiction authors. Okay, he, I just, I love the way he writes. I love so much about what he does. And he wrote a series of books called The Secret of the Rose. Okay. And it is a series of novels setting, set in kind of in Germany and in Poland uh, during pre-World War II. Yeah. Um, and it is all about a family that basically, you've got an American uh, diplomat and you've got um, a family from, from the area. And now they're all of a sudden being affected by the changes of Hitler and all of the things that are happening during that time period. And so you're watching, uh, there's a little romance, there's a little mystery and intrigue, 
But what I love about this series, what I just love about it is that there's biblical truths just wound in as this family goes through these, uh, you know, hard places as they begin to help hide people, as they begin to use their home um, for a place of refuge. Um, and it's just a, it, it's all wrapped around this idea of the secret of the rose. This guy's a gardener. Anyway, I won't spoil mm, it for you, yeah. but it's, it's, it's an older series. This is an older, so it wasn't just written, you know, I think it was written back in the, probably back in the nineties, okay. like mid, mid nineties, like 95, 96, somewhere yeah. in that zone. But, um, honestly, I, this is a series I keep, I've got all of them on my shelf. And I will go back and I will just, after a while of not being in it, um, I will go back and read it again. So I think that that is just one of those wonderful, wonderful series uh, by really Michael, Michael Phillips. It's just a great writer for historical fiction. Um, So I I think you would just love, you would, anybody would love that. Yeah. When you do, I think um, a few years ago, I actually asked you and Lisa to go to um, McKay's is a used bookstore in Chattanooga, Knoxville. So Mm -hmm. some of our readers might know about it. But I was like, a friend of mine got me hooked on this particular book and it is a series. And well, she got me hooked on the author first. And the author is Jeffrey Archer. And you get everybody knows that I love England. I love anything set in London or anything British just give me all the things British. Mm-hmm. And so Jeffrey Archer is a, is a, is a great author. But, um, and so I read one of his books. I was like, well, that was quite interesting. I really liked the way he wrote and I like, you know, and so it's very similar to maybe James Patterson, but probably, you know, a little bit cleaner, which I was thankful for. But then I think you and Lisa went to McKay's cause I'm like, I'm going on vacation. I need you guys to go to McKay's and find me anything Jeffrey yes. Archer and you found a series and it was called the Clifton Chronicles and that is like you said it was very similar to Secret of the Rose it's a family and it starts out early 1900s mm-hmm. and it's two families one's a shipping and it's in Liverpool England and they're building a shipping company and then the other family is a poor a poor family and their lives intertwine and then that you walk through um, World War One, World War Two with them and all the mm-hmm. way into present day this I mean I think there were 13 or 14 books in the series yeah. And I was, you guys remember, because it like filled probably a suitcase um, when you brought it down, but it was, yeah. it was I just I remember so because you got me hooked because I bought did one I really? book. Yeah, you yeah. did. I, I bought one book. Uh, he wrote, he also wrote a book on, um, on Everest. Mm-hmm. And it, and uh, I read that book and I'm like, oh man, this is really good. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so I've read a couple of his books now and enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. And so I do, you got, you got me hooked on the Clifton Chronicles because it's this whole family, you know, yeah. and then there's ins and outs and intrigue, like you said. And that was, I mean, that was just a great beach read, but then there's also like, there's also gotta be a little bit of history, you know? And so then when I actually went to Liverpool and mm-hmm. looked at, you know, looked we were on the docks and, you know, at the shipyard and everything, I was like, okay, this is, this is really interesting because I've read, you know, I've read Jeffrey Archer and I felt like I had been, you know, yeah. um, and so that was, it was, it was a fun, but I think that, that what I, what I enjoyed about it was just not just the, the, the history, but then also just the intertwined lives and, and, um, and then he wrote a, he wrote a different, another book about a woman who actually was in the Twin Towers and she yes. was selling art. Um, and she had to figure out how to sell art, but she had to get out of the Twin Towers. And it was, I mean, it was just, he, so his, his books, Jeffrey Archer kind of goes all over the place. He just writes about all sorts of things. So you, yeah. know, you never know what you're going to get, but that was one yeah. of my favorite books. I love that. Series. 
Well, now this is a book that I've given away. This is probably, I'm going to, the book I'm going to tell you now is probably the book I've given away the most. Mm. And I'll tell you why in just a minute. I give it away almost every time as graduation gifts, either from high school or college. Um, And it's been kind of cool because everybody I've ever given it to has come back and said, oh my word, I absolutely love this book. Um, I've recommended it to so many people, but I've given it away a lot to as grad, part of my graduation gifts. And um, it is a, Andy Andrews, mm-hmm. and it's called The Traveler's Gift. Oh, yeah. And it is this amazing, um, I, I love it. it. It is almost written kind of like a, um, a time tra- a little bit of a time travel book uh, as, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as we get this guy who... Uh, starts off feeling like a real failure in life and he travels back in time to meet uh, these really important people at crucial moments of their life. So he meets, yeah. a- he meets Abraham Lincoln and Anne Frank wow. and all these people at, at the very important pivotal moment of their life. And each one of them give them a secret. He gives him a secret. So he ends up with seven secrets as he starts to start kind of looking at life from a different perspective. And um, Andy Andrews is just a gifted writer. He really is. He, yeah. he writes, he almost writes parable-ish, you know, he's got mm-hmm. such a way to write. And um, I love so many of his books, but The Traveler's Gift, I think is a must read. Yeah. Um, if you enjoy uh, that kind of uh, thing, but you actually come away with something. Uh, yeah. And that's one of the things I love. It actually, you're reading it and it's so enjoyable and you're just so hooked and you just keep turning the pages. And at the same time, you're like, wow, that was a great thought. That is a great thought. So he kind of yeah. combines what really happened in life to a fiction, wrapping it in a fiction. Mm. Yeah. And it's just really good. So uh, Andy Andrews, The Traveler's Gift um, is an awesome book that you should get. That's awesome. I am. Um, that's actually, I've read Andy Andrews before, but I have, I don't think I've ever actually read that one. And I hope okay. that you haven't, you haven't given me one, a copy have you? That I've no, noticed. I haven't given you that okay, one. I'm I just think, making sure that I just, I think I told you about the noticer. The noticer. Uh, yes, yeah. The absolutely. noticer, which that's is, awesome. yeah, which is another one of his great books. Yeah. But the Traveler's Gift is just so great. Uh, and boy, if you have a, like a young person in your life that reads, it's one of those things that they will they will love, but adults love it too. So it's not a kid's book by any means, but it's just one of those things that when you're there in that time zone of your life making, I don't know, I won't give it away, but it's just, yeah, it's good. Um, I remember being given a book right at the beginning of my, uh, of my teaching career. Um, and, and everybody, and I think it was made into a movie Tuesdays with Maury was one of those books that you just, and I was like, man, I would love to just continue to develop that type of of relationship with one of my teachers. And um, so that reminds me you, what you said about giving it um, to graduates. I was given that book as I was beginning my teaching career. And it really it, it really was just a good book. It was an easy read. Um, yeah. But the two books that I, they, and they're interesting books because they're not, I think because I live in a foreign country and I've experienced yeah. other cultures, you know, in traveling. And I'm always, I do try to be sensitive um, to where I am in another country. Um, but the two books that I think just, I kind of sometimes go back to and refer to when I think of culture and, um, and, and, and these are fiction books. Um, one is called The Weight of Heaven and it's about uh, just a couple that is dealing with grief and they move to um, India uh, to just work in a, and he, he's got a job in a factory, but they're, they're really struggling with, they're still 
um, they're still struggling through their grief of having lost a child. And then they're developing a relationship with a family who has a boy basically the same age. And, and so you're seeing India, but through their American eyes. And then you're also seeing them through, um, there's some perspective of seeing them through um, some of the um, some of the nationals eyes and, you know, and they're kind of, you know, and the, you see the mistakes that they're making and you can, yeah. as you're reading it, you're like, oh, that was stupid. You know what I'm saying? You should have yeah. done that just from a cultural perspective. Don't sure. do that, you know, and, um, and seeing them struggle through that. And then the other one um, that I've read that it is fiction and it's, it's, it's not an easy read, but I've read it a okay. few times because of the cultural mistakes. And as a missionary, we've seen through that scene, you know, but it was, it was brilliantly written, I feel like, but the Poisonwood Bible is one of the yes. ones that I've read um, just a couple of times. And it's sometimes it's a hard read. And so kind of, I have to put it down because I'm like, okay, that's, it's too heavy because yeah. you're, you're, you're this, this family who has their own struggles walking into a brand new culture and really not handling it very well right. and um, making some mistakes and you're just watching going, Oh, you know? And so some of these books, mm -hmm. like sometimes they, they cause tension or they cause like, Oh, don't do right. that or stop. Or I want to, you know, and sometimes I just close the book. I'm like, you guys are dumb. I'm going to, I'm going to put this down and I'm, you know, or I wish I could right. talk to you, you know, talk you through what you did. Right. Um, but we've, we've used, I've used, I've used that book in just in a teaching aspect and say, okay, what are some, you know, what would be some similarities here in the Dominican Republic of some things that, Americans just automatically assume um, or Christians or American Christians automatically assume that you understand, you know, this language that we speak, you know, right. as far as just writing, you know, reading the Christian or speaking the Christian language, not just necessarily English, but um, it, so, so those are, those are some interesting books that I've read and I have, I have, um, I have recommended gently and carefully, you know, um, but but those, you know, and then obviously, you know, my absolute favorite one that I'm constantly, if I had a case of it, I would give it to everybody, is Cloud and Townsend's Safe People. Yeah. That's one of those ones everybody needs to read every year. Boundaries, yeah. Safe People. And you yeah. and I have talked about that one before, but it just, oh, I get yeah. it again. So many times, yeah. I, I think probably Boundaries by Cloud and Townsend. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have recommended Safe People as well, but just so many times recommending that book through counseling sessions with people. I, I just think it's a must read. I think mm -hmm. it's important. Um, I think it's an important concept that we don't talk a lot about in the Christian life and one that doesn't, is not necessarily understood, but is important. Yeah. Uh, really important. So yeah, I think there's so good. So good. I was, I just recommended it yesterday um, in discipleship because we were talking about um, conflict resolution um, mm. in discipleship and, and, and forgiving, but at the same time, you know, yes, yes. Forgiveness obviously is biblical. And yeah. so you have to forgive, but there's people in your lives that you can, you can't just cut them out of your lives, right. you know? So you have to learn how to create these boundaries or how to create limits on how much, um, how much influence they have on your life. And, and, and so I was like, and so she was really struggling. My, um, the person I was, I was spending time with, she's really struggling with, okay, the person I've, I've forgiven her, but it keeps coming up. And I was like, you need yeah. to read boundaries because you know, that's going to help right. you with that. You know, so good. It is a good book. Yeah. So good. Now somebody might, I, I know Allie and I really both enjoy reading about missionary biographies. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, and we love reading too. I think we both kind of share this a, a little bit about women who, who paved ways and did just some great things for the Lord, such good things. So I've got one of those. If you have not read Through Gates of Splendor mm -hmm. by Elizabeth Elliot, 
uh, you need to read that book. Yeah. Um, just, uh, you know, Allie and I uh, have had the privilege to stand uh, in Ecuador in those areas where these people lived and where they worked, but just a great, great read um, with such great truths as Elizabeth Elliot just kind of unfolds things from from the beginning of their marriage to the death of her husband and the missionaries there on the sandbar to the days and months and weeks and years after all of that. And uh, great, just a great read. So I think if you, you know, as you're looking maybe for a, if you love a mission, a good missionary story, yeah. a, a, you know, biography that's kind of three gates of splendor is just, uh, man, it's just a good one. And that's, and that one, that one is so good because again, um, with, watching watching a, a tall blonde white yes. woman struggle culturally not <laughs> not necessarily struggle but walk culturally through and live among um people that looked incredibly different from her but still mm-hmm. i just i love those i love those aspects because we're we're all travelers especially i mean especially if we are um children of god we're travelers on our way mm-hmm. to and no um and and here's what and here's and here's some things that we can we can learn and um, and learn up along the way, and yeah. but but understanding that Paul does say, you know, yeah, if I can be, if I'm this person, if I'm this way, you know, yep. to win this person, and 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 we've talked about that we have a new missionary couple coming, and we're talking about even it's silly things like yes, learn how to definitely learn how to learn the language, but once you learn the language, also understand culturally all of these yeah. other things that can create boundaries or take down. Um, or take down boundaries and or um, or um, barriers, uh, I should say. And you know, and I always start like with with Reba culturally. She's tall. She's blonde. She doesn't blend in to the no. Dominican Republic. So she has to do everything she can, yeah, you know, sure. to try to break those ba- break those barriers down. So she'll come yeah. down talking baseball and talking to the women about things that she knows culturally will appeal to them. Why? Because um, yeah. and that's and that's what Elizabeth Elliot had to do. Yeah. 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 Even wearing, uh, even trying just to dress a little yeah. bit more like the Dominican women, even if I'm sweating, um, yeah. like crazy. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so good. Um, you know, I have, I know there's so, but when it comes to books, I just have so mm-hmm. many fun things yeah. to talk about, but, um, going back to fiction a little bit, one mm-hmm. of my favorite authors, now this is just fun beat read fiction. She's got so many books. They're all good. Some are in series, some are not, but D Henderson, Mm, is a great yes. writer for mystery and yeah. for putting a good series together, bringing out characters. Um, so if you're just if you're looking for just a great author to jump in um, and kind of be able to follow and find out, read through some series of her books, you will love, uh, if you love a little mystery and a little things like that, you'll love Dee Henderson's books. Yeah. The, um, my last, the last one I'm going to recommend is by, and she's our friend. She's come on our show before. She's come on podcasts. Yep. Uh, Liz Curtis Higgs, because we talked about, we love historical fiction, Yeah. but she wrote, there's several books and series that she wrote based on Bible stories, but then yes. set in you know, 18th century Scotland. And so she did the story of Jacob, Leah, and Rachel and that family line, but she hit, she did it. She just t- retold the story basically, but from, um, from 18th century Scotland. Um, so the, um, the Jacobite revolution and um, Bonnie Prince Charlie and all of that is happening, 
yeah. while this family, this Jacob and Rachel and Leah um, story is happening. And so they're kind of walking through that. And then as well as the story of um, Ruth and Naomi, she did that series as well, but set in, you know, set in Scotland. And it was just interesting um, because she just retold the same story with the same biblical uh, perspective um, mm-hmm. But she told it from a historical, you know, from, you know, and, and she actually went to Scotland to research it, which I think is brilliant, you know, and uh, she just basically enjoyed drinking tea and eating shortbread all day. And, and <laughs> yeah, you know, I actually have one of her books, uh, Here Burns mm-hmm. My Candle, laying right here yeah. on my desk right now. And um, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm, it's one of the ones I've been reading. So yeah, another great author. Yeah. Uh, and for just some fun, easy reads. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if there's, if there's, if you're looking for something that's really spiritual growth, really, you know, um, that kind of is going to help drive you deeper. Um, I'm going to, I'll give you uh, my last one. It is on my every year book read. It is mm-hmm. one of the shortest books in my library and one of the most difficult ones for me to read. Uh, it's by A.W. Tozier and it is the knowledge of the Holy. Mm-hmm. And um, it just talks about God's attributes, talks about wisdom and grace, mercy, but it does so just trying to magnify the majesty of God. And I think for me, every year, I need to be reminded of how big God is. And I don't know of anybody who does that better than Tozier, Mm -hmm. but I will tell you this, don't be deceived. It is not a book that you can read quickly, even though it's only, you know, a short little book because Tozer's writing is just so uh, heady at times that you just have to stop and reread a sentence two or three times and say, what did he just mean by that? <laughs> and, uh, but it's definitely worth the meditation. It's definitely mm-hmm. worth the, the thought process to go through. Yeah. I think it's like a hundred pages, you know, so it's, wow, it's, just, yeah. it's not a big book, but it's such a great book. So um that'll be the last one i'll we'll yeah. i'll leave with you so you do you have any more Allie? Or are we going to cut it off right there because i think you and i can just yeah, yeah we, we could talk on. about books all day but let's cut it off on the high note of um of, of tozer because yeah. that's you know that's definitely reading as you said reading we learn so much from books and yeah. i you know i know i don't know if and if anybody else got upset with um with uh the you had the tidying up uh, Marie Kondo system of a tidying up and purging and getting rid of books. Sure. I think so many people were offended that she was actually um, telling people, Hey, if the book isn't helpful, throw it away, you know? Right, right. And I actually do believe there are books that I have read in the past that have not been good for me to read or have not yeah. added anything to my, and so I just, I did, I tossed it and I was like, Oh, but it's a book and no, but it's not a book that really helped me out. And it's not a book that I would ever open again. So I'm going to toss it. And so the yeah. books on my shelves are the ones that I value and, yeah. um, and I read, I pick them up all the time. And yeah. so uh, and, and give them away if I can, but I never yeah. lend them out anymore. <laughs> no, exactly. So, you know, just encouragement uh, to maybe it's been a while since you picked a book up mm-hmm. and maybe it's been a while and you're like, oh, wow, Reba, I'm so busy. You don't understand my life. That's such a luxury. Uh, but, you know, even if you just take 10, 15 minutes a day just to uh, pick up a book and read it. Now, I would say this. If you haven't read your Bible yet. Yes. <laughs> uh, let, let me just, can we just talk, can we just state the obvious here. If you haven't read your Bible yet, but you've read 26 other books this summer, yeah. mm-hmm. you really got yourself off, you know, reading about God 
with somebody else talking about God is yes. not the same as reading God's word to exactly. you. So can I just, you know, can we just toss that out there and mm-hmm. say that it's, you know, I mean, I love to read. There's so many books about God that have written by really wonderful authors and I love reading them, but it's not a replacement for my devotions in God's mm-hmm. word. And hearing it's just from not him directly. Yeah, yeah, it's just not. So, so, you know, if you haven't read your Bible in a while, maybe that's, you know, let's, let's start there. But if, you know, if you're doing that, pick up some good books and uh, just try to maybe get a chance uh, to read through some things. And I really think it gives you perspective. It gives you another way of looking at things. It brings things to your mind you hadn't thought of. And it's just, it's really, it's better. To me, it's so much better than, than getting sucked into the TV or social media. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so good stuff. Well, today was fun. Just getting yeah. to talk about uh, reading and get a book reviews and maybe some things. So maybe you've caught a few things on here that you uh, say, oh, wow, I really would like to get that book. Uh, and so check them all out. Most of them are online now. You can pick them up. Uh, but if you have a used bookstore in your town, you can always probably too find a lot of titles for pretty cheap uh, somewhere on the used bookshelf. So um, we'll let you go today. But grab a book, get in God's Word this week, get really deep pour into yourself so that you're growing and that's what it's really all about at the end of the day have a wonderful day all right everybody have a wonderful day and we'll see you next time on rooted deep thank you for listening to rooted deep to learn more about dare for more ministries go to dareformore.org and look up mercy workshop at mercyjewelry.org